Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thought I would start out by sharing something that I just did before I hit record. Sometimes I can go from one task to another, kind of like the Tasmanian devil. There's so many things to get done in a day that there's almost a chaotic energy that I create because I got to do this and I got to do this and then I got to do this and I got to make sure to get this done before I have to go to the gym. And when I catch myself in those moments, I really try to take a step back and slow down a little bit because I don't want to constantly feel rushed or stressed. And more than that, I don't want to race my life away. I don't want to race through my days because these are days I will never get back. So as I came into the room to record the podcast, I just noticed a little bit of that rushed energy. So before I hit record, I took what was probably 20 seconds to say out loud 10 things that are great in my life. Whether that is getting feedback back this week from my developmental editor on the first draft of the book, that is a good thing. I had a shed delivered this morning. That was a good thing. So things like that, that just center me, that take me out of the rushed mode. And this isn't what we're going to talk about on today's podcast. But because I took a few seconds to do that right before hitting record, I thought I would share it with you. Today, we are doing another more science-heavy episode. We just did that on Monday with the food as medicine episode about ginger. And today we're going to be talking about the microbiome, but more specifically about an evaluation that I had done recently on my own gut. What's in there? What's not? What's good? What's bad? And what do I need to do about it? We're going to get into all that stuff today. Before we do, wanted to give you a heads up about a new series that started on the blog on Monday. So the blog lives at primalpotential.com. You can go right to the homepage and you'll see a button there that says blog. You found it. There it is. I was at the gym on Monday morning and had this thought that turned into an idea that is this new blog series. I work out twice on Mondays, in the morning and then in the afternoon. So I had gotten to the gym a bit before my morning workout started to do some accessory work, mobility work, flexibility work prior to my workout. One thing that I used to do to my own detriment was go to the gym, work out, and leave, but never make the time for body maintenance, right? Working out is great, but body maintenance really matters, whether that is doing stability work, mobility work, flexibility work, 
anything like that. So I've been so much better lately about getting there early and making the time for that kind of stuff. So I got there Monday morning and just had one of those moments where, you know, where you kind of want to pat yourself on the back, like, hey, you're doing this important body maintenance work and it feels good. I was just proud of myself for taking the time to do that instead of rushing into the workout and rushing back because life. And as I was having that moment of like, good for you, kiddo, I thought to myself, I wonder how amazing I would feel if I was this deliberate and showed this much commitment in every area of my life. Like, how amazing could I feel if I was doing everything I can do right, from sleep to hydration, mobility, mindset, focus and distractions, nutrition? How amazing could I feel? I was just wondering, but as I sat there just kind of curious about it, I thought, why not just find out? It's not a rhetorical question. It's not an impossible thing to know. Actually, find out. So I made a commitment in that moment. Yeah, I I actually want to know how amazing I can feel every day. And instead of just pursuing that solo and journaling about it, why not share it on the blog? So Monday when I got back from the gym, I posted an introductory post explaining this how amazing series on the blog and what it means to me and what I'm trying to do. And then later on Monday, I posted what that looked like on Monday, what I ate, what I did for a workout, when and for how long I meditated, all those kinds of things, when I went to bed, when I woke up, and I'm just going to do that every day. I don't know if I'll do it for a week. I don't know if I'll do it for a month, but I decided to try, and it's up on the blog on primalpotential.com. So go check it out. And while you're on there, primalpotential.com, You'll probably want to check out the show notes for today's episode because there's going to be a lot of links and resources, primalpotential.com forward slash 504, because 504 is today's episode number. And while you're there, the wait list is open for the fall 2018 12 Weeks to Transformation group, which kicks off in late September. But the first opportunity to join will go to people on the wait list. All you got to do is go to the work with me page on primalpotential.com and just drop in your email address and boom, you are on the wait list. I'll also link to that wait list in the show notes for today's episode at primalpotential.com forward slash 504. All right, today's show. A couple months ago now, gosh, time flies. It doesn't feel like it's been that long, but I shared with you that I was participating in a clinical study to look at the impact of foods, certain carbohydrates on the microbiome, as well as my sensitivity, my insulin response, not my insulin response, my blood sugar response to those foods. Well, the invitation to that clinical study came to me because of a kit that I purchased, an assessment that I bought to do uh, to look at my microbiome and to look at what bugs are in there and what bugs aren't and what should I do about it. And in response to getting my sample back, they said, hey, do you want to participate in our clinical study? So I said, sure, why not? And it didn't make me feel good. So it was a 14-day study. I only did seven days. And then I said, nope. But what is amazing is that I still got my results. I guess it's not amazing. I paid for it. But I bought the kit, got my results. And I guess the amazing part is that 
I learned so much about what is happening in my gut and what foods are good for me. For example, beets, really healthy food, but not right for me right now because of my microbiome. Spinach, very healthy food, but not healthy for me right now because of my microbiome. And the same for almonds and several other things which I'll share with you. So I learned a ton and I didn't want to talk about the test or why I did it or or if I recommend it until I got my results back. So I recently did and I want to share my experience with you. In order for this to make any sense, I want to take just a minute to get everybody on the same page about the microbiome. And I've done a few episodes on the microbiome before. If you haven't listened to those, it would be a good place to start. Because in episodes 432 and 482, I really go into detail about what it is and why it matters. And I'm not going to go that deep in today's episode. So, 432, 482, definitely great ones to listen to before today's episode, and I will link to those over on the show notes at primalpotential.com forward slash 504. The crux of the impact that our microbiome has on our health comes from the fact that while we are all genetically very similar the vast majority, over 99.9% of our genes are going to be the same, and it's small variations that account for our differences, microbiologically, we are very different. And we have way more bacterial cells in our body than we do have human cells. And within our human cells is DNA, but also within our bacterial cells is DNA. And so there is far more genetic material coming from our bacteria, our microbiome, than there is coming from our human cells. And one of the big determinants of health, so that's disease, energy, metabolism, mental health, all of those things, body composition, comes from the expression, not just of our genetic material, but comes from the expression of the genetic material within the microbiome, the bacteria in our bodies, as well as the viruses and the funguses, fungi, I always find that a weird word to say, but anyway, the bacteria in our gut can turn on and off gene expression. They can turn up and down gene expression. So they can amplify the expression of some genes or they can really dial it down and prevent the expression of genes. And while we can't significantly change our genetic material, our microbiome can actually change pretty quickly for better or for worse based on dietary factors and lifestyle factors, things like stress and sleep, toxic exposure. The lifespan of a microbe, these cells that make up our microbiome, is only a matter of minutes, about 20 minutes. It's changing so fast. With your choices, you are either creating significant positive changes or significant negative changes, or you're just maintaining the status quo. Our microbiome is so sensitive to 
lots of factors that are within our control, nutrition being a big one, but also stress and sleep and supplementation. The reason this is so important is because all of these trillions of bacterial cells, they influence metabolism, immunity, the development of disease, inflammation. And when we talk about inflammation, I've done a handful of episodes dedicated to inflammation. This inflammation is kind of a low-grade inflammation, something you might not even notice. It's caused by dysbiosis, or essentially a suboptimal, less than stellar, bacterial makeup in your body. And when you have this dysbiosis and it generates, it creates in your body this low-grade inflammation, it's a silent killer. You don't necessarily know that something is wrong until it's really wrong. Fortunately, we can do a lot about it, and we want to not only to prevent the development of disease, but also, perhaps more immediately or more notably at the moment, is that inflammation can impair fat burning. Because inflammation tells your body something's wrong, there's a problem, we need to use our resources to fix the problem, and therefore, fat loss gets metabolically deprioritized because your body's first priority is survival. When you change the bacteria in your gut, we see that weight changes independent of what or how much you are eating. Truth. When scientists look at changing the composition of the microbiome, and that's the only change made, diet remains constant, um, in terms of amount, as well as the factors that contribute to the diet, what you're eating, and how much remains the same, exercise remains the same, but weight changes simply as a function of changing the bacteria in the gut, because our microbiome has a significant impact on weight management and metabolism. Part of that is because of inflammation and inflammation impairing fat loss. Part of it is because of the role of the microbiome on hormones. Certain bacterial strains are going to trigger insulin resistance, which we talked about at length and I'm not going to go in today uh, into that. They also, the microbiome, the bugs that make up our microbiome, they're responsible in large part for the metabolism of food, how much energy they withdraw or don't withdraw from the food that we eat. We can optimize all of this by optimizing our microbiome. But to do that, we've got to know our microbiome. Here's where I think a lot of people, not just related to the microbiome, but in all things, in weight loss and in fitness, they screw themselves when they act as if there is a one-size-fits-all approach to optimization. And there's not. There are some factors, yes, like avoiding artificial sweeteners, minimizing stress, not overeating. Those are going to have an overall positive impact on your microbiome. However, more specifically, as to the foods that we should eat to fuel the good bugs, the probiotics, or the foods that we should avoid to help kill off the pathogenic bacteria or the bad bugs, it's individual. So when someone says, for example, that beets are an excellent vegetable, for supporting the microbiome, what these 
these new products out there that are looking at individual bacterial composition are showing us is that while that might be true for some people, it's also not true at all for others. So there is this individuality when it comes to fat loss. And, and in fat loss, it's often because the approach for someone is going to vary because of their unique hormonal makeup. Someone with, say, estrogen dominance is going to require a different approach than somebody who maybe doesn't have enough estrogen in their body. Similarly, when we look at the microbiome, the steps that we need to take to optimize it are very individual. And it is a trap if anybody says to you, everybody should dot, dot, dot. Everybody should eat this spinach because it's a superfood. Well, for me, that's not true. In fact, I need to minimize and avoid spinach right now because of my microbiome. But I wouldn't have known that without this test that I took that looked at my poop. That's how it happened. And it's not as like gross or weird or disgusting or awful. It's really simple. It's really easy. And I would just encourage everybody to have a drama-free approach to giving a stool sample. Just my two cents, but you get to do it however you desire. A lot of the books out there or magazine articles, blog articles about the microbiome are going to give generalized strategies, some of which we've talked about on the show. But our greatest power to create change that really optimizes our health, that really minimizes inflammation, that really decreases our risk of disease and increases our body's ability to create and maintain a healthy body composition comes from understanding your gut which is very different from a general discussion about the gut. So a few months back, I decided I want that data about myself. What bugs are in my gut? What bad bugs are there? What good bugs are there? Is there balance? Is there imbalance? And of course, most importantly, what do I do about it? As I mentioned in one of the previous episodes, I think 482, there are some strains of bacteria, for example, that are responsible for metabolizing, breaking down oxalates. And if you don't have those strains of bacteria or you don't have an ample population of those strains, then you can't break down oxalates in foods like spinach and nuts. And so they accumulate and become toxic in your body and lead to inflammation. Well, wouldn't you know... That's what's happening in my body. And now I get to know that. So this kind of information would tell someone, yes, spinach is good for you to eat, or no, spinach is something you should really minimize right now, as well as here are some things that you need to make sure to eat so that you can allow that particular strain of bacteria to populate in your gut. Another thing that this can tell us is if you're eating too much protein, because some strains of bacteria are fueled by, kept alive by, their growth is driven by protein. And as they metabolize protein, they create fermentation effects. And so when you are overpopulating those strains, you know, hey, you're eating too much protein and you need to dial back. I wanted to know, is that true for me? 
And in that case, it wasn't true. But you know, had I taken this test a couple years ago, it probably would have been because there was a period of my fat loss journey where I was eating way too much protein. I literally remember one day posting a picture on the blog or Instagram or something where I was drinking a protein shake out of a flower vase. I'm not even kidding. Like in hindsight, I don't know how I thought that was a good idea. And it wasn't a small flower vase. It was bigger than my head. Oh, but when you know better, you do better. There is a company that I have done a lot of research on, and I've done a lot of research on their science and their methods. They launched essentially a gut assessment. It tells you what is in your gut from a virus standpoint, a bacteria standpoint, all of the elements that make up the microbiome. It doesn't just say yes, present, or no, absent. It says this is the population of this strain of bacteria in your gut and this genus and this species. Who's there, how much, and how that compares to healthy or optimally, which is not the same as normal because normal is overweight and tired and we don't want to be normal. We want to be healthy. In addition to this total assessment of the microbiome, it also says based on that, Here are foods you should minimize, and here are foods that you should avoid, and here are foods that you should maximize or indulge in, because there's no one-size-fits-all approach. So I bought the test and got my results, and I know one of the common questions is going to be, I need to know more about this stool sample. How does it happen? It's not glamorous, but it is easy. It's over in less than a minute, and it's not as bad as you think. So I'm just going to explain how it works. You go online, you buy the kit, and I have a discount code for you um, that they provided me with it. I'll share it with you at the end. I'll link to it in the show notes if you're curious. So you get a kit in the mail, and the kit has a barcode that you scan with your phone. They have a really great app, and you answer some general health questions, your gender, your height, your weight, your diet, if you've recently taken antibiotics, because that would be a really important factor. Then you take a small stool sample. Again, not a big deal. It is a very small sample. So if you've ever been in a public restroom, you may have seen these like paper toilet seat liners. They more or less send you something like that that goes all the way across the seat of your toilet. So you sit on it and you go to the bathroom and then they have two different like tubes in the kit. And one of them has a little bit of saline in it and you unscrew that and attached to the cap of that tube filled with saline is this tiny little spoon-like thing. It's attached to the cap So you unscrew it, be careful because there's saline in it, but don't worry, there's instructions. So I'm not the instruction giver, they'll give you the instructions, but you unscrew the cap, the little spoon is attached, and you take a sample of your stool off the cover that you've put on the toilet seat, and it's smaller than the size of a pea. It's teeny, teeny, teeny. So then you just screw the spoon onto the back onto the vial of saline, you shake it up, Then you put that into another tube that's empty and you put it in an envelope that's prepaid and it's gone, it's done, and you flush the paper cover 
and your stool down the toilet and it's done. Over. Piece of cake. Super easy. Three to four weeks later, you get an email that your results are ready and they will populate in the app. You can also see it when you log on to their website. It's going to tell you what your microbiome looks like. Viruses, bacteria, yeast, etc. It's going to tell you the bacterial strain, the species, the genus, the phylum, like so much information, more than you would even want to know. And it's going to tell you the diversity as well, because one of the keys to a healthy microbiome isn't just making sure that the good guys are there, but that you have diversity, that you have a very broad spectrum of bacterial strains and that the amounts are optimal for your health. In addition to that, it gives you what they call a wellness overview. It's going to say you have high, medium, or low diversity. Personally, I had high diversity. Awesome. It's also going to look at the activity of the beneficial microbes or the healthy ones, the probiotics, as well as the activity of the pathogenic bacteria, the unhealthy microbes. I had average in the good, so that's an opportunity for improvement, and I had relatively high in the bad, which I don't find to be discouraging at all because now I know this and I'm excited to create those improvements. It also looks at your inflammation, and it's going to tell you if you have low inflammation, medium, or high. And I'm not surprised that I had medium closer to low, but definitely in the medium spectrum in large part. That's because of my Hashimoto's, uh, which can drive inflammation. But now I have so much more information to make a change here. So I am super excited. I would imagine that some people get their results and they're like, oh my gosh, this is awful. But to me, perspective is everything. When you know better, you can do better. The coolest part of the report, from my perspective, is the way that it gives recommendations for food. And it categorizes avoid, minimize, enjoy, indulge, and superfood. So it's going to specifically tell you what foods you should avoid based on your microbiome, what foods you should minimize, what foods you should enjoy, what foods you should indulge in, as well as what foods for you are a superfood. This idea that some things are superfoods for everybody is just flawed. Viome, the company that produces and analyzes the, produces the test and analyzes the results, they don't have their own supplement brand, but they do make recommendations if they feel like you need prebiotics or probiotics. I will link to my recommendations on the show notes, but I'm not going to talk about the supplements they recommended for me because they're just right for me, and I don't want to imply that they are right for you. They're right for me because of my gut, because of the work I have to do with my gut. So I'll link to those over there if you're curious, but keep in mind they were recommended based on my microbiome and not based on yours. As I mentioned, spinach is on my my minimize list, and the majority of things that are on my minimize or avoid list are all related to the same reason that spinach is on there, which is 
the fact that I don't yet have the microbiological population needed to metabolize oxalates. So that comes with a handful of nuts and a handful of vegetables. Um, it's why beets are on there. But also because I have this medium grade inflammation, a lot of the foods on my minimize and avoid list are there because they drive inflammation and we've got to really work to bring that down. So just to share what mine are, my superfood list is short. It's arugula, kale, salmon, and watercress. Those are my personal superfoods, which might not be yours. The foods in the indulge category for me include asparagus, avocado, bone broth, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, because God loves me, cabbage. I'm joking, obviously, but no, I'm not. God does love me. Um, carrots, chia seeds, uh, also on my indulge category, chicken, cilantro, cucumber, egg, ginger, which perfect because that was Monday's episode, olive oil, apple cider vinegar, I've done an episode on that as well, and wheatgrass, which is not high on my list of things to enjoy, but my minimize and avoid foods based on my results include agave, almonds, barley, aspartame, beets and beet greens, bell peppers, cassava, which was interesting to me, dandelion greens, dates, kiwis, leeks, olives, peanuts, which I wouldn't eat those anyway, uh, pecans, pistachios, potatoes, quinoa, spinach, stevia, walnuts, and zucchini. The things like the peppers are there because of their pro-inflammatory nature. I do wish, in terms of something that Viome doesn't deliver in the report that I think would be fun and cool and helpful because I'm a dork, is in the avoid and minimize or superfood category, maybe not in enjoy as much, the sort of middle of the road, these are okay, not spectacular, but not dangerous, tell me why. I totally get that we can do that research on their own, but I would love this even more if there was a short descriptor that said the reason this is a superfood for you is this, or the reason this is something you should avoid is this. I love that kind of information, and I did a lot of that digging on my own, but I see that as an area for improvement for Viome. And I'm going to put some screenshots from my report if you're curious about what it looks like over in the show notes at primalpotential.com forward slash 504. So I'm a fan. I'm excited that I did this and I'm excited to do it again, maybe in like 18 months to see how it has improved. I think that kind of awareness is key and it ties in so well to how amazing can I feel when I'm not eating almonds and spinach because I didn't know that my microbiome isn't equipped to metabolize those things. And I've heard similar things from friends of mine at the gym who have taken the Viome assessment and have seen improvements in their body composition, in their energy, in their performance, in their sleep. So I will continue to keep you guys posted on these changes. And I also did buy the supplements that they recommended for me. I'm not usually a supplement user because most people turn to them not for a specific need, like I know I need this, uh, but rather because generally they think it's a good thing. And I 
am more in favor of supplementation when it's in response to an individualized need, which it is for me. So I'll also link to those over on the show notes page, primalpotential.com forward slash 504. If you're interested in checking this out more, as I mentioned towards the beginning of the episode, they did give me a link that allows you to get $20 off. $20 off. I'm not going to talk about the price here only because this episode will stay up and I don't want somebody that comes upon it a year from now to be like, that's not the price. I don't know what it will be uh, moving forward. They're a pretty new company, so I would imagine that as demand goes up, their prices might go up. I feel like it was very worthwhile for me personally, but to see screenshots from my assessment, head over to the show notes, or if you've got questions, leave them on the show notes. I'll do my best to answer them, or alternatively, reach out directly to Viome. Um, They have a really great customer support team over there. The link that they gave me, I wish it was just a super straight link, but it's not. So I'm going to put the link to that $20 off discount over on the show notes, primalpotential.com forward slash 504. If you have a pen and you want it right now, it's not just an easy one you're going to be able to remember. I will read it out. But if you want to save $20 on your Viome kit, go to primalpotential.com forward slash 504 to click to that offer through Viome. If you want to write down this link that will get you directly there, I'll read it right now. It's viome.com forward slash question mark R-E-F-C-O-D-E equals primal podcast. Easier to just go to primalpotential.com slash 504 and click there. But one more time, it's viome.com, V-I-O-M-E dot com forward slash question mark R-E-F-C-O-D-E. C-O-D-E equals Primal Podcast. Or just go to the show notes page for today's episode and click the link right there. That'll get you $20 off if you are interested. And if it's not for you, that's okay. There are some improvements that are true across the board for improving the microbiome, like cutting artificial sweeteners, minimizing the occurrence of overeating, and reducing stress. Those are, without question, beneficial across the board. To wrap up, I want to share a meal I loved recently and a workout I loved. And I'll start with the workout because I'm feeling it today. My muscles are definitely like, yeah, that happened. Yesterday's workout, we worked up to a one rep max in bench press. So one rep as heavy as you can go. We worked up to that over about 15 minutes. Then we took 50% of that max weight that you worked up to And that was the weight used for the workout. And the workout was five rounds of one minute max reps on the bench, one minute max reps on the box jumps, one minute rest. So five rounds. So in the first minute, you're getting as many reps as possible in the minute of the bench press. In the second minute, you're getting as many reps as possible in box jump. Third minute, you rest, repeat five times. The meal was last night. Oh my gosh. You might be a little tired of hearing about this chicken marinade that I emailed about with the coconut aminos and the sesame oil and the sesame seeds and the garlic, but I changed it up because number one, I added fresh ginger, but there's more. I took the leftover marinade and while the chicken was grilling, 
I poured that marinade of the coconut aminos, the fresh ginger, the fresh garlic, sesame oil, and sesame seeds, and I poured it over the broccoli, and I cooked the broccoli in it. I am so about making things easier, and why use two marinades when you only need one? It took the broccoli from like, meh, it's fine, it's broccoli, to, oh my gosh, this is amazing, and corn on the cob as well. So, so good. All right, if you have any questions, leave them on the show notes or reach out and ask Viome for that $20 off if you're curious about this, want to check out their pricing and whatnot. Make sure you go through that link that will be linked out in primalpotential.com forward slash 504 so that you can save 20 bucks because, hey, if pennies count, dollars definitely count and 20 of them makes a big difference. Hope you guys have a great day and I will chat with you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.